0: Crossroads. I'm Mistress Prime.
1: I'm Tyler Matthews.
0: Today, the two of us are going to have a discussion because it's holiday season. And we want to talk about something that's kind of been a topic of uh, late for not just each of us, but also friends and acquaintances and stuff. And it's talking about how to deal with family during the holiday season when you're pagan and the rest of your family, or at least some of them, might not be.
1: Uh, actually, you had somebody recently uh, post to your Facebook. I'm guessing.
0: Um, so I get emails. Okay, I get a lot of emails sometimes, and uh, it it was an interesting correlati- correlation. Correlation was an interesting uh, coincidence because I was on a Facebook group mm-hmm. where somebody had posted this unkind comment from a family member mm-hmm. on her personal page where she had made a post about, uh, I think it was something like, uh, 11 signs, uh, if you're a witch or something like that. It was a some. it was a cutesy
1: it was meme kind of, kind of
0: thing. Yeah. And, uh, the family member had, uh, I don't know if it was a, if it was a Bible verse specifically or just a, a Christian saying, um, but it was kind of mean. And, uh, anyway, so that was a conversation I had with them, and I gave this advice, and then coincidentally I got an email from somebody asking a very similar, though not exactly the same thing, uh, question regarding dealing with family members who are Christian and very pushy about their Christianity and unkind about it to the the people that are not Christian. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and how to best deal with it, and so then I kind of went into more tech mode than spiritual mode, <laughs> right? And uh, and just said, okay, so here are your options on how to deal with somebody. Essentially, it's how to deal with somebody who's being toxic, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know, because
2: well,
1: you specifically went about it with the uh, aspect of Facebook because that was where that's the, where the topic was, yeah.
0: Um, You know, there's a lot of ways to deal with things on a lot of different platforms. But then how do you deal with it when it's in your face?
1: That's a much more difficult situation. Right. Um, I'm not out of the broom closet with a lot of my family. Uh, For this reason. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, My partner, he uh, told his mom who, thankfully, is very supportive.
0: So your mother-in-law knows. But my
1: mother-in-law knows, but my own mother does not. Mm. But my sisters, uh, a couple of my sisters do. Okay. A- and the whole situation kind of boils down to something we had discussed at uh, the Leadership Council at uh, Marry Me and COG. Okay. Uh, was sometimes you don't have to out yourself right. to toxic people right you need to make sure that you're safe and you have a support structure there and in some cases your best option is to just keep your mouth shut because i know everybody's like oh it's 2019 almost 2020 you know you shouldn't have to hide who you are true you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to you're 110% correct but in the real world and where we're at today, we still see a large amount of pushback and blowback for a variety of things, including uh, religious persecution as being a witch. Right. You you legitimately, you have people who will quote scripture to you. um, What is it? Uh, You should not suffer a witch to live.
0: So it's... I actually looked up that that quote and spoke with a, a friend, a mutual friend of ours who is Christian, and, and she's like, that's not quite the, the, the correct quote, mm-hmm. so she gave me the full quote, but the original translation was never a poisoner,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and because I guess there were in this particular section of the Bible, there was a rash of poisonings uh, that were killing people off, and so therefore they were like... Mm-hmm. You know, stop this person.
1: Well, and that's not the first <coughs> time that the...
0: But the the that particular verse was changed with the King James Version.
1: Right, and a lot of stuff got changed with the King James Version. Yeah,
0: every pretty much every woman who wasn't married was evil. Or yeah. a man. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing that. Please don't yell at me if I yeah. think I'm wrong.
1: Well, and it gets back to the way that people will reword and paraphrase things it those exact words have been spoken to several people i know and it's like well shoot what i just get myself into you know I'm,
0: yeah um so being out of because you're in the broom closet
1: i'm in the broom closet but i'm out of the lgbt closet
0: which is really funny yeah um not Funny, haha, but more like peculiar, um, because that's just how our society is.
1: It, it is weird. It's more some
0: one thing is acceptable, whereas another thing isn't acceptable. But in some cases, neither is acceptable yeah. to people. And here's the part that it really comes down to: it's none of your business. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't directly impact you. It's just none of your business. So. But I'm fully out of the broom closet. Like, right. I'm internationally known as a witch and have been so for about 20 years.
1: I was going to say decades now.
0: And hush, just hush. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was a decision that I made uh, a little rashly when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish I'd known what I was getting myself into. A little bit earlier on but I was I'm also that kind of person I uh, my whole life I've always been very um, independent and uh, even though I always wanted to fit in there was a part of me that just plain never fit in
1: right well in the individuality aspect I mean you you are very much your own person you are very much your own individual and anybody that tries to cram you into a box... Doesn't work well. No. <laughs>
0: now, I remember arguing with my kindergarten teacher who was trying to like get me to conform on something. It was really stupid. And, and you know here I am, five years old, arguing with an adult, knowingly, knowing that this is an adult, but standing my ground.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so that's kind of how I've always been. Um, but... I didn't there's a part of me that kind of wished I'd prepped myself a little bit better for what it meant to become a truly public pagan Mm -hmm. Um, because there are things that you don't necessarily think about Um, you know uh, individuals who for some reason decide to hone in on you and you know make you a target mm hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, just their things, and how that can also not just affect you but those around you
1: right well, and I've gained <laughs> oh, that's
0: the dog I'm like, are we having an earthquake
1: no oh, okay. we are we having an Odin quake okay, all right um but I've been able to gain the benefit of insight from your experiences, thankfully,
0: yeah, and that's why I'm pretty open about everything that I've been through mm-hmm. to help others, you know, so that maybe they don't have to experience it as well.
1: Right. And having heard stories from various people through this podcast and hearing some of the troubles and things that they went through decades ago, it is better for a majority of the people in the majority of the places, but not everywhere. Right and sometimes yeah. that threat comes from home unfortunately
0: That's true too.
1: And so yeah the the kids the dogs are uh Yes, they're playing. Playing, so mm-hmm. forgive the
0: growling. Yeah.
1: Growling what in the background. dogs do. Play. Yeah, we got Artemis and Odin trying to see who they can get closer to. but it's it's something if you haven't already come out of the broom closet to your family and it's a holiday time. do a serious introspect to see if this is what is for your best good because you don't want to necessarily alienate individuals in your life and cause that rift.
0: But again, it really does depend on, on each one. Um, not just the individual, but also the individual family members. Oh, absolutely.
1: Like I said, I my sisters know. Um, And my mother-in-law know. But I don't plan on telling my father-in-law because he's...
0: Oh, he doesn't know.
1: No, he does not know. My father-in-law does not know. And he's much more... Conservative, Uh, Conservative, yes. Thank you. Um, And so you can be selective and you can ask. Like, you should know these people well enough to know if they'll adhere to your request but ask them to, you know, not express this to other family members if that is a serious concern. Mm. And if they're not able to, then you may not be able to share that with them. Now going into the aspect of the cats out of the bag, I have a little experience with the LGBT side of it and I can translate that over um, when I first came out to my family after some previous failed starts, we'll, we'll go with that um, I didn't put that buffer that guideline on my mother and so all of a sudden the entire it, it went like wildfire anytime that something this pivotal for somebody um, it, it typically it runs far and wide okay so it, it be prepared for unexpected consequences
0: so did she not take the news well
1: um, at 16 she did not At 21 when I came back out again.
0: What do you mean again? Can't you just do that?
1: Isn't it pretty much the one time? Um, due to some circumstances, I went back in the closet. Gotcha. Um.
0: See, look, now you got me doing
1: that.
2: right.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyway, I went back in the closet. And at 21, um, due to, again, circumstances, um... I was forced to kind of confront these okay. uh, issues uh, due to things getting out. All right. And, again, not being prepared for the unexpected consequences of one person blabbing to everybody in that I knew back in Michigan... Uh, that was a little unnerving just from the aspect of now not only am I dealing with my conservative family members who are now finding out but my conservative friends and classmates and everything that I used to know back in Michigan so you need to be prepared for whatever backlash may come Um, if you've got super cool chill friends family Awesome. If they're not cool, you know, bl- <laughs> yes,
0: but it's like, so uh, yeah, so it kind of depends. Obviously, it's an individual situation. Make, you know, you know your family better than, you know, we do, so choose wisely, basically.
1: And don't put it in an ideal situation. Do an honest assessment. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't, oh, but they may be honest with yourself.
0: Well, okay, and here's the other thing. You don't have to tell them. Exactly. You don't necessarily have to hide it, but you also don't have to make the announcement. Hey, by the way, everybody, I'm pagan now. You know, again, it's not everybody's business. It's totally cool that you want to share it, but realize that sometimes folks aren't going to appreciate it. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate, you know, because then they don't get to truly experience the whole you uh, and experience the fun and interesting new path that you may be heading down at that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, So not everybody, when it comes to family, just be, just think about it that way. You know, so if you are, if you've already come out, but say part of your family is not happy about it, apparently somebody out there knows.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Who was that? I think that was Artemis.
0: That sounded like a small dog. Um. Anyway, sorry. If, you know, if you've already come out and you're, you're currently experiencing pressure, attention from family you know what what do you want to do with that what's your best course of action and having to deal with that?
1: I think your best course of action uh, really ends up being uh, relying on your family members who maybe do understand and understanding that just because your blood doesn't necessarily mean your family yeah uh, I, I mean, I consider,
0: but that's kind of a different point. Yeah, I think, I think the the thing is when you're already in a contentious situation with family, what is your best course of action? How do you navigate that? Um, is it possible to either circumvent or diffuse, or you know, uh, get it so that it's no longer such a big
1: stress, and that's it's hard because it's going to be different with each individual. Exactly.
0: I mean, there's a lot of op, a lot of different possibilities, but whether or not those possibilities and options will work for you, apply to your situation, that's a different course. So, when I got married,
2: mm-hmm.
0: my husband's family was. Not enthusiastic about him getting married to me because I was such an out of the room closet witch.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And his his parents were cool. His brother totally cool. Um, so his immediate family was pretty awesome. Right. Some of his extended family was not as interested. Right. So we had to figure out how we were going to navigate the wedding with the invitations. And I even wrote a post about it, but um, basically uh, there was a section of the family that did not want to attend our wedding because it was a pagan ceremony, and they were very devout. Uh, Some particular, uh, I think, uh, very conservative Christian. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what kind, just that they were very Right. And uh, I'm choosing my words carefully. And so they had said that they were they were afraid that if they attended our our wedding ceremony, that they were going to be forced into worshiping some random demon uh, or another god or, you know, something. They would be forced into having this horrible experience. And so they didn't want to go. And there's a, there was a tiny, well, okay, not so tiny. It was a form of manipulation. And they were trying to manipulate my husband into putting me in my place. Which is hilarious. Right. Um, because that's not how my husband operates, for one. And, and two, he knew who he was getting married to. Mm -hmm. Um, when we decided to get married. So, uh, yeah, that wasn't going to happen. So I wrote a blog post about it. This is what's even funnier. I wrote a blog post about this situation and how frustrating it was because weddings are stressful enough. Oh, yeah. You add into it all these other elements of, you know, people with their weird uh, expectations and issues that that surround wedding ceremonies and then throw in completely different religious perspectives to boot and it just it got crazy we ended up having two different weddings
1: I was gonna say if I remember you ended up having two weddings
0: yeah but that there was a couple reasons for that one we wanted to get married on our anniversary and our one-year anniversary was like on a Monday and uh so we decided we only wanted a small ceremony for that so Mm -hmm. it was like his parents his brother our wedding party his grandfather, my dad, and my dad's girlfriend.
1: And you guys were talking about renting goats for that, weren't you?
0: No, no, that was for the big ceremony. Gotcha. Where there was, like, um, I don't know, I think 80 people actually showed up. The invitation was, like, 120 people or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, you know, a lot of those folks, like, lived at a state and stuff. Right. But uh, that by the time we got to that ceremony, that was, like, the hardcore, like, in-your-face pagan ceremony. hmm the first one was illegal hand fasting right. and it was still pagan, um but it was not like doing the full circle, calling in quarters, calling in you mm-hmm. know we did a bloat to Odin and Freya, not Freya, sorry Odin and frigg and um it was <laughs> there was a lot going on, mm. and there was um even some much more light hearted elements to it. To m- make it not so tense, um, but that's just me mm-hmm. having done so many weddings over the years that I, I knew what I wanted to do. So I added in some of my levity um, with humorous stuff like goats. Right. <laughs> or not having goats as it ended up being and protesters for that. Um, but <clears throat> so anyway, before the f- first ceremony, or maybe it was... Yeah, before the first ceremony, I wrote a blog post about the problems with the family, not, you know, digging the fact that he was marrying. I, I don't think they even recognized the fact that their own son and their nephew, my husband, mm-hmm. um, was not Christian. Like, right. I don't even think that really entered into their brain that maybe uh, this non-Christian family member probably doesn't want a Christian ceremony. Right. So, uh, anyway, it got, <laughs> it got to a point where, uh, he got, he, he worked with his family. So they pulled him in and had a conversation with him at work. So then he had to call me from work to tell me, okay, it's drama at work. And I'm like, I'm not the one making the drama at work. I'm just, you know, the fact that they read my blog kind of freaked me out because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, why are you reading my blog? You don't,
1: Crazy stalkers.
0: Well, no, it's just... I I didn't really think that they paid me any attention. I still don't think that they really paid me any attention. But... Anyway. Um, But after we got married, that side of the family kind of just stopped.
1: They faded into the background.
0: Yeah, and I'm hurt for my husband. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel really bad because he was very close with that side. Mm -hmm. Um, But he... Has a much more practical perspective of it. Right. And I'm like, that bites. Yeah, <laughs> like, it really does. You know, know, to get rejected by your family. And I get it. I already get it from my family. Mm-hmm. So, but I've been dealing it w- with it a lot longer than he had. So right. then I was kind of like, okay, this kind of hurts for me, for you. Um, I feel bad.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: even though I know I'm not a fault for them having their weird feelings right? so in the end what it really comes down to as I've rambled on you can't control what anybody else does in that regard you can only control how you respond to the situation respond or react Mm -hmm. and if people are going to be toxic if they're going to be unkind to you if they're going to be bullies harass you insult you Put you down. You don't have to put up with it. You can step away from the situation. And this is where where you were talking, just because their blood doesn't make them family. Mm-hmm. This is where I, at some point for many years, hosted a Friendsgiving instead of yep. having family Thanksgiving. And I would take in everybody who didn't have family to go to for whatever reason, even if the family still existed and lived down the street. Right they knew that they could come to my house and have an enjoyable celebration of a feast with people who just enjoyed having them there
1: right and that's that's an important piece of it i think is having people who want to be a part of your life and want to see you succeed there are so many people who don't have that family support and Who have had family actively. Really? (laughs) The doggos are. They're just playing. Having some fun. Um, Who have actively sabotaged them on their path for various things. Oh, yeah. And just because they're family doesn't mean they can't be toxic.
0: (laughs) In fact, because they're family, that could actually mean they could be a lot more hurtful
1: yeah uh especially when you start seeing people uh people going off and talking about their family like their biological family or their adoptive family or what have you um going off and oh this is so wonderful it kind of feels like rubbing salt on an open wound sometimes yeah uh especially for people who um don't have that option or don't have that support so i think it's awesome i see posts all the time about especially around this time of year uh about family members who are like well if you don't have a family you're my family now right and part of me is like oh that's heartwarming but another part of me that just rips my heart out because it's telling me that there is so much hurt out there that people feel like they need to open their door like you have a friends giving That anybody who doesn't have family that they can go to can go to, and it's just (laughs) they are performing aerobat or acrobatics behind me right now.
0: They're silly doggos.
1: Yeah, but
0: yeah, I I
1: uh,
0: holidays when I was younger, it was a totally different thing. mm -hmm. And then when my mom died, then everything kind of honestly everything kind of fell to shit. (laughs) Because <laughs> we didn't see her side of the family anymore, mm-hmm. and Dad's side of the family was all the way, all the way out in like the Midwest area. Right. So Um. You know. And then when he started uh, dating, then he would go spend time with her family right. and her kids and grandkids, and that's totally cool for him. So then I had to figure out a place for myself, and so I just made a place.
1: Well, and that's sometimes that's the answer too. Is if you don't have that support there are people out there that will support you that will be that lifeline for you and I find that people who are being belittling towards you if you ignore them even if, even if it is hurting it is getting under your skin if you don't give them the satisfaction of seeing that don't give that energy there they show themselves out they slowly cut themselves out of uh, your life, right? And if you're not
0: feeding that, if you're not feeding into their, because they're they're pulling at you, yeah, trying to get you to react so that maybe there can be some conflict or whatever. And if you don't feed back any of that energy, they they tend to usually mm-hmm. they tend to go their own way.
1: And, and it's. It's interesting because some of the tactics that people use are very similar to those I've seen at, like, Pride, where you have the people who are standing out front, again, getting back into that religious aspect. You get people out front who are intentionally trying to do harm by using scripture to attack others. And they they claim they do it out of love
0: not very loving
1: and as somebody who has studied the scripture you ask them is this what your god would do is this something and they always go back to the old testament i'm like okay cool that was the old testament show me something from the new testament (laughs) and they don't have an answer they don't have anything yeah and those two books are
0: very different they are
1: (laughs) <laughs> very very different it also depends on which version you're looking at if you're looking at the King James version or versus like NIV, the New
0: International like yep. those are they're just they're very different
1: they're polar opposites uh, on how to handle things and as somebody who studied f- at one point to be a pastor yeah they're, you, if you can only find references to something in the Old Testament sorry. I think you're making a straw man argument. Just thinking
0: pastor Tyler.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that, well, my charisma, I do have some decent charisma and I can move people I, and could,
0: I could see you I could see you doing that and yeah. yet
1: completely different path. Yeah. Yeah. But when it comes down to it uh, handling family if You're not out of the broom closet yet. I think in closing, we just need to go off and say, do an audit. Is this something that is for your best good and safe for you?
0: Right. I mean, again, there's nothing that says you have to come out like grandiose statement. I'm out of the broom closet. Arms, you know, spread out. Like, you don't have to. No. Um, you can tell as many or as few people as you like, uh, but some people will some people will still experience some blowback and so mm-hmm. then um, but like I said with my blog post, it dealt with what was specifically online harassment mm-hmm. and the best ways to kind of circumnavigate them by uh, cutting I them out either um, cutting them out with giving them less and less access.
1: Yeah, you did a really good job with that. you talked about. Um, Limiting and putting them into a separate group,
0: right? Of uh, like a privacy settings, because mm-hmm. um, honestly, I've had to do that. Yeah, you know,
1: uh, I've I've had to do the same. Um, there were things that I didn't necessarily want to discuss in front of my cousins. Okay. And so I put my cousins in a PG-13 uh, oh, yeah. group. yeah,
0: yeah. So I I have a ginormous list of uh, friends lists that kind of I like to put things into different places, I think. Mm-hmm. So I have like a list that's just everybody so that I can get around Facebook's weird choice of how they do their home feed. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, But I, I don't want to see this stuff. I want to see chronological stuff from my friends, like my actual friends, not, you know, mm-hmm. random stuff that you've decided I need to see first. Uh, but then I also have things that are like, you know, all the friends that I went to school with, they're right. in a little group. They actually have greater access than... Uh, like some of my family Mm -hmm. so they could see more stuff than others and then um, each of my families because I'm adopted I have my biological families mothers and fathers side and then my adoptive side mothers and fathers side and then my husband's side Um, you know so they're all kind of put into their own segments for a couple reasons one I could either limit their access or I can give them a limited or a very particular view that everybody else doesn't get to see. Right,
1: you can target those posts. Yeah,
0: targeted. Uh, You know, like if there's something that's family-related and I want people to know about it, and only the family, not like my long list of friends and business associates and stuff that don't necessarily need to see these things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And then, of course, there's the, the ultimate in... The thing is about social media. You do not have to have all of your family or co-workers or everybody under the sun they do not have to be your friend on facebook
1: nope i recently uh blocked somebody who was snooping my facebook page oh yeah uh it was like why is this person showing up as a recommended friend and for those of you who don't know this um, if you have somebody who randomly just shows up on your Facebook. Yeah, they have,
0: like, no connections. There's no friends in common. There's there's no reason you should be there.
1: It's usually because they've been snooping your page. Yep. And so I recognize somebody, and I'm like, oh, no. Block. Yeah, uh, as the saying goes, not today, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I am not dealing with this. So I block them. And there's... There was potential for blowback, but quite frankly, that person had no business snooping, and it, it gave me peace of mind to know that they weren't going off and trying to dig up dirt from, what?
0: Whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We're, we're talking, I've been on Facebook for over 10 years now. Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've been on Facebook for, since, oh, seven?
1: Yeah. So it, it's I'm like, kind
0: of creeped out about how much It's like become a part of our daily lives Yeah and if honest. you go
1: back to some of the Old posts You can tell that they changed how they do The post types yeah. And it's like oh This makes no damn sense now <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah quite a bit's changed Yeah. Uh, since, since I first Started on there you know Back in the MySpace days
1: Yeah oh god MySpace and making your page play music and...
0: Yeah, all of that stuff's gone. Uh, if, you still have a, if you still have a MySpace page, if you didn't delete it after it was... Irrelevant? No, not after it was irrelevant, after it was um, hacked.
1: Oh, that's right, yeah. There was
0: a big data breach. And so when that happened, I went in and um, I had a page for myself. I actually had a page for one of my cats. Mm-hmm who had a pretty fair following back then. So I had to go in and retrieve all the photos and whatever else. And then I deleted that. And then with my page, I think there's still some things up, but everything that was on there before had nothing to do with me. It's when they reformatted the whole website, it's all gone.
1: Well, they actually had a data loss. Yeah. They, they, cr- uh, crashed some stuff and they didn't have backups. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, it's a real go, bummer. Guys.
0: I'm sure I lost some photos and definitely some uh, like, yeah, you because know, they used to have like blogs. Mm-hmm. So there was there was some stuff there that. Eh, oh well. I'm
1: I'm kind of at a good riddance phase because that is was what it is. Yeah. That was uh, during my party days and. <laughs> <laughs> I, own I, it, dude. Just I, own it. I was a mess back then.
0: You know what? Nobody nobody was born perfect. No, no. I no. mean, okay. Everybody says when you're born, oh, they're so perfect. But in reality, nobody starts out in this life as being perfect. And we all go through a variety of challenges, which then hopefully we learn from and become better people. Ideally. (laughs) In theory and hopefully in practice. Yeah. Uh, That's the goal. Yeah. Anyway, so family, holidays. (sighs) Sometimes all you can do is, if you're already out and they're already a bit of a problem, all you can do is take a deep breath. But remember that it's not necessarily you, especially if they're the ones that are the antagonizers. And you do not have to. It's not like a mandatory thing you must submit and handle being you know, harassed, abused, harangued, whatever.
1: That goes for in person as well, not just online.
0: Oh, that's what I was actually yeah. talking about. In person,
1: like if if it's a bad situation and nobody's there to back you up and help you, there's nothing that says you can't stand up, walk away, right? Or you know, if they're at your house and they're raiding you, like if they're coming and visiting you and they're
0: they can visit the door, it, exactly. Go outside.
1: They, they they are welcome to leave. Yeah. Because nobody has that right to belittle you, and feel like oh it's the holidays you should be nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's the
1: there's holidays. There's a little bit of give and take there too. They should be nice too. And, and I mean, if they really want to get, if you want to shine them on a little bit, just remind them that you know Christmas is based on Yule and.
0: Oh, okay. No, that's just being antagonistic. <laughs> Because even though Christmas, as it's celebrated in the U.S., has deep pagan roots, they're not going to listen.
1: No, no. Or you could uh, flip on the Adam Ruins Everything Christmas special episode. Oh,
0: see, that's just inviting <laughs> conflict.
1: I love that episode, though. I, I, it, it's a great way to passive-aggressively go off and be like...
0: Have it playing in the background when they show up. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would be cool.
1: That's right up there with the setting the Wi-Fi password to impeach 45. Oh, <laughs>
0: you went there.
1: <laughs> uh, I saw that for uh, a meme on Thanksgiving, and I'm just like, ooh. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was a meme for Thanksgiving, and it was like, oh, that could be... Was it the
0: password, or was it... No, it was the... It was the, the Wi-Fi
1: password. So they had to type it in on their phones to get on the Wi-Fi.
0: Oh, okay. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I so like I was that. just like, that's 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 great. That that really is, like, the epitome of, like, passive aggressive.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, I view my Facebook page a little bit like my home. Mm-hmm. So if you come into my home and you act like a jerk, I'm gonna show you the door. Right. So if you come onto my page, and you act like a jerk, you know. I'm gonna show you the door.
1: Right, um, and we handle. And then I'm
0: gonna blog about it,
1: <laughs> <laughs> or podcast about it. I mean, we've had some people who have said some really uh, blasphemous—well, not blasphemous—blasphemous, um, blasphemous? Inc- yeah, uh, incendiary comments on our posts.
0: Inflammatory.
1: Inflammatory. There we go. <sighs> I've had a long day. Um. We have? I have. I started at six.
0: No, no, no. I mean, on the...
1: <laughs> oh, on the page. Yeah.
0: I'm like, I'm I'm trying to remember. I'm struggling because there's well, a lot we, of stuff going on.
1: Yeah, we've had some people that have... Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's
0: right. I forgot about that. We, oh. We've
1: had some religious people who have gone off and called us Satan worshippers. And it's like, how can you worship somebody that
0: doesn't really... You don't believe in Jesus? Yeah, exists? I don't really...
1: So I, I mean, you don't that believe of,
0: in Satan?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we've had stuff all over the place, and we've had to remove and delete and ban people.
0: Yeah, there was a handful of people we had to ban after uh, some random collection of people started showing up. But you know, it is what it is.
1: Yep. Don't even take a chance to listen to the podcast and learn anything. It's just that was. Their attitude. That's fine. Yeah. And that's how you need to handle things, too, I think, is if somebody's going to be toxic and put you down, you don't need them in that aspect of your life. Doesn't mean that you don't love them if they're your family. It could hurt. And you hope that eventually, you know, they...
0: Communication come. comes around and... Yeah. There's an understanding and some, you know, in in the best circumstances you hope for, at least some mutual respect and um, understanding.
1: Mm-hmm. And with that, you actually put a spell on your blog post.
0: Oh, I did. Yeah, it was something from uh, Llewellyn. Yeah. One of their spell-a-day uh, things. Yeah. So it was
1: for open communication, if I remember correctly.
0: Open and honest communication. Yeah.
1: So... Definitely something to check out. Yeah, uh, I
0: normally put a music video, and then I was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and put a thing that I found. Just yeah. add that on there.
1: So, what is the address to your dog, uh, Mistress Prime?
0: MistressPrime dot com.
1: Okay, I, I didn't know if it was because I know it's hosted on WordPress com, so I didn't.
0: Yeah, know. eventually I want to move it off to the dot org side, but
1: gotcha. Okay, it'll eventually mosey
0: it's 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 unwieldy it's very it's there's a lot there, yeah, so I have to figure out what it is I want to do with that site but and I've only just started writing again for the last like two years. I've had writer's block. I just mm. haven't had the ability or desire to start writing anything well, with any
1: we've been in kind of a weird like this whole year's been just a weird well, this year's been weird yeah, just all around, and if you look at astrology at all. Like you start looking through, and it's like,
2: mm-hmm. no
1: wonder. Yeah, I mean, all the Mercury retrogrades that we had, this well, last one. We really get
0: an average. Uh, we get three to four Mercury retrogrades a year. Period, because mm-hmm. it's a smaller um, route around the you know orbit around the sun.
2: Right.
1: So
0: it's more common. It's the it's the big ones like Uranus and Pluto that that have the really big, long routes, and yeah. so their retrogrades also take a long time
1: i think we're coming out of one of their retrogrades i forget which one though
0: there was a whole bunch i remember yeah, we, we had there was like several planets at one time in retrograde mm-hmm. um and you know some really i remember it was like saturn and jupiter and like all of the larger orbit planets were in retrograde and i'm like seriously
1: can we can we stop please can
0: we well not well can we go direct can we start moving forward yeah so um like there was this like long period. Yep. Um, of trudging through mud. That's kind of mm-hmm. how it felt. Like trudging through like almost knee deep mud.
1: And a little bit of uh, mental fog. I-, I felt that quite a bit. Was you're
0: not that old, dude. You can't be having that.
1: Well, it was more along the lines <laughs> of being burned out.
0: Yeah, that'll do it to you. My
1: my issue was burnout.
0: Yeah. Well. Hey both of us are kind of similar in our personalities in the fact that we will take on a lot, Mm -hmm. and uh, we like to stay pretty busy. So.
1: This is true. And then when you have unexpected surprise, extra work, it all of a sudden adds to that. But I want to uh, I think we're ready to wrap things up. I'm noting this as a time that we can cut, but I want (laughs) to... I want to get these guys calmed down before the... Yeah, because
0: they're kind of freaking out. Yeah.
1: So. um.
0: Anyway, I I just want to say to everybody, I hope that you have a wonderful holiday season, whatever...
1: Whatever you celebrate.
0: Yeah. I mean, Saturnalia, um, or Yule, or Winter Solstice, or whatever. You know, enjoy your Christmas, even if it's a... you know Hanukkah. secular or yeah Hanukkah or
1: Kwanzaa yeah I mean there are a ton. It's like everybody's
0: just shoved all the holidays in one end of the year like spread it
1: out well a bunch <laughs> of that comes from I know why yeah I was gonna say a bunch <laughs> of it comes from the roots
0: right so um, yeah just enjoy your holiday season and I hope that it goes well we have a lot more coming up for you in the coming weeks and I hope that you enjoy what we are presenting. I would appreciate any feedback from our listeners. You know, if they like what they, they're hearing, if they want to hear specific topics or uh, people, you know, they'd like us to interview, let us right. know.
1: Excellent. Thank you, everybody.